Hey everybody and welcome to the Health Tech Podcast where we talk about everything healthcare and technology. I'm your host, James Somaru, and this is your weekly Sunday session. Hey everybody, hope you're having a great one this week. So, I'm going to talk to you today about grant funding. There's a couple of different grants available right now to health tech companies, and so I'm going to tell you a little bit about those and how you can apply. So, grant funding is obviously great funding to get. You don't give up equity, you don't have to give it back, and it's generally government funding to stimulate areas of growth and to benefit businesses and obviously for everybody at the early stage of building health tech companies it is incredible funding to get for all of those reasons so the funds that have come out with competitions first of all is innovate uk and second of all i'm going to come to one from sbri i'm going to tell you a little bit about those two things now so Innovate UK, for those of you that don't know, is part of UKRI, and that's the UK Research and Innovation. And that's the national funding agency investing in science and research here in the UK. Now, they operate across the whole of the UK, and they've got a budget of more than £6 billion. And it's sponsored by the Department for Business, Energy and Industrial Strategy. So that's how it's linked to government. Now the competition they've come out with is called the Biomedical Catalyst and UK registered organisations can apply for a share of up to £30 million to develop innovative healthcare products, technologies, processes and the cost of the projects must be between a quarter of a million and £4 million. And they can include, for example, it's pretty broad, disease prevention and proactive management of health and chronic conditions, earlier and better detection and diagnosis of disease leading to better patient outcomes, tailored treatments that can either change the underlying disease or offer potential cures. So as I say, pretty broad what you can apply with and you can get funding for up to 70% if you're a micro or a small organisation and up to 60% if you're a medium-sized organisation. You can get the definitions of those online, I think on the EU website. You need to have quite a few employees or turnover or money in the bank to be medium-sized. I think most people that listen are probably micro or small. But yeah, for those of you listening, definitely have a look at that. I'll put the link to it in the description of the episode. But the competition opens a week today, so on the 27th of July. It's open until the 7th of October 2020, so plenty of time to get your house in order and put in a good application for that. So put a bit of work in. It's up to four million pounds that you can apply for, remember. So quarter of a million to four million that you can apply for of that 30 million share. I'm sure there'll be plenty of people applying, so uh, definitely as they put the work in and uh, good luck if you do. And the second grant that I want to talk to you about today is from SBRI Healthcare and you can find them at sbrihealthcare.co.uk. Their tagline is bringing new technologies to the NHS, which is obviously our UK health system. They say they enable the NHS to access innovations that solve unmet needs. They're a collaboration between NHS England and NHS Improvement, along with the AHSN Network, which is a network of innovation organisations here in the UK for healthcare. They've got a YouTube channel, which you can find on their website, and they've got links to all their open competitions and challenges. Now, they are often running competitions to support innovation for all the known NHS challenges. And in terms of getting funding, well, ideas are assessed and a fully funded development contract is agreed between the company and the NHS. So you really do become an NHS partner for getting this SBRI funding. Uh, SBRI Healthcare monitors that contract um, where the NHS is the lead customer and look, they try and make it as simple as possible with this kind of simplified process that kind of helps the NHS work 
with industry. So it's a really good grant to get for quite a lot of reasons. And we're gonna tell you about the latest one now. And that is called Competition 17, and it's in urgent and emergency care. So companies and organizations are being invited to bid for funding to develop solutions to challenges in urgent and emergency care. So if you are a health tech company working in urgent and emergency care, or indeed you're an entrepreneur thinking about building a solution, or you're at the idea stage, or you're pre-funding, or you're perhaps earlier than you think you could apply for this, well, you might still be able to apply, and I'll go into that in a sec. So. Competition 17 is being supported by Health Innovation Manchester and the West Midlands Academic Health Science Network. And they want to address two primary issues, taking into account all the complexity and recognizing all the key demographic differences and all that sort of stuff. So the request is for solutions that will reduce demand recognizing differences for adults versus children and young people and recognizing that respiratory conditions in all ages are accounting for this rapid growth in proportion of attendances. And the second one is reducing the length of stay in the emergency department. And that is by more efficient triage, streaming and treatment, by more efficient discharge or admission to the hospital too. And the way that the SBRI funding works is that first of all, you apply for phase one, which is £100,000. And that gives you the opportunity to do kind of a feasibility study for the main project. And if successful, you then get to apply for a million pounds. Now, just to try and spark some ideas here, I'm gonna go into a little bit of the guidance because they've gone into some more detail about potential solutions to this challenge and sort of a, a few of the strategies that they're looking to support. So they've written eight down here. The first one's redesigning of care pathways to provide urgent and emergency care outside of the emergency department. So I know companies doing that, and if you've got more ideas for it, you can apply. Reducing the delays in assessment, so triage, in and out of hospital settings. Improved confidence and capacity in emergency care outside the emergency department. So helping primary care, helping assessment and triage in the community. So care homes, primary care, etc. New tools to deliver care at the point of need. Tools to increase in confidence in safe diagnosis and provision of treatment. So lots of stuff to do in that kind of confidence and capacity outside of the emergency department. So I know lots of people involved in that space and I learned even more with ideas for it so definitely bear in mind that you can apply for that idea stage here as well. Uh, the fourth one is early identification and deterioration of at-risk patients with long-term conditions to allow earlier interventions prior to emergency departments who are otherwise highly likely to arrive at ED. So basically in this one they're looking to build technologies or support the building of technologies that can help patients with long-term conditions before they get to the emergency department. I mean, so many people that we've had on this podcast would qualify for that, right? And I'm sure lots of things that, you know, that lots of people are doing can be shoehorned into that one. Number five, reducing overnight emergency calls from community hospitals and care homes while still providing correct patient care. So you can see there's a real theme here of moving things into the community. Specific interventions applicable to children and their carers. So 
making sure that there's a discrepancy here between adults and children and not leaving children behind. So they say that that can include educational tools for parents and carers. It can be tools that support GPs and other community clinicians to more confidently triage children and out of hospital monitoring solutions. I know a few people in that too. So yeah, not leaving children behind. So if you do something for children in urgent and emergency care, definitely take a look at this grant. Uh, specific interventions relating to young people so they've certainly not even missed out the people that might fall between the cracks of, of adults and children so young people are included too and proofs of concepts that have been developed as part of the response to co the COVID-19 pandemic that need further development and supporting evidence to enable wider rollout so if you've seen anything that's been useful in COVID-19 then it could be supported by this grant to be rolled out even further so they're looking for alternative creative solutions they're looking for all sorts of different stuff so if you operate in this space if you've got an idea for this space if you've got a small startup or a small company definitely have a look at this grant and as i say you can click on the link in the description of this episode and just to be super clear on this in their faqs one of the questions is i am a pre-startup company may i apply so assume what by what they mean by that is i haven't registered a company i'm at idea stage and what they say is you may apply yes but contracts must be awarded to legal entities so if you're at the idea stage you can apply but in order to collect the funding if you were to be successful you'd have to set up a legal entity and a limited company i assume uh, or something along those lines so uh yeah if you're at idea stage you can definitely apply so definitely worth looking at now the other question that we just got down to it that i wanted to draw your attention to i am based outside of england can i apply and they say they accept applications from any country in the european union including associated countries for eu research and innovation however be aware that projects must show a clear health benefit to the UK. So uh, apologies for all of those that have got this far listening in the US and, and other places around the world, but this one is specifically for the EU and Europe in European countries. So um, yeah, you can apply. So for all of you that listen uh, across Europe, I hope that's been useful. And there are two grants that you should look at and have a read of for lots of different reasons. So. If you're applying, good luck. Wish you all the best. If you've got any questions, feel free to ping me. Best way to get me is to get me on LinkedIn. So send me a message on there. And yeah, for all of you applying and not applying, I hope you have a great week this week. I'm going to come to you on Thursday with a brand new episode of this podcast, a new interview. Let me check who that's with. Oh yeah, it's going to be with Amit Patel from Healthy, which is a brand new healthcare insurance product. So Amit's ex Booper, Booper Ventures, and yeah, he's done loads of cool stuff. Really great background, and now obviously delving into entrepreneurship with his own uh, insurance product in healthcare. So lots to look forward to in that one, and I'll see you then.